Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, in, a, in our gospel lesson today, we see a father with his son. We see the father trying everything that he can in order to cure his boy. It would be like a parent going from doctor to doctor until they found someone who could cure their child. And nobody could cure the child. Not even Jesus' disciples. The boy's problem had become such a part of his life that it seemed to actually define the boy. This problem hurt the boy and it caused a deep hurt in the boy's father. The father, at hope's end, decides to turn to Jesus. He said, Teacher, I brought my son to you, for he has a spirit that makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down. He foams and grinds his teeth, and he becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast it out, but they could not. And Jesus had the boy brought to him, and he asked the boy's father, How long has this been happening to him? And the father said, From childhood. And it's often cast him into fire and into water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion and help us. Now when I read this, I ended up focusing in on the boy. There was something that was controlling his life. Something that was a part of him that made him do things that would actually hurt himself and others. Is there something in your life that seems to have control over you? Is there an area of your life that is out of control? Is there something that has been with you for what seems like forever and it's just become a part of who you are? Something that you know is harmful to you but also something that you have absolutely no idea how to get rid of it. When I read about the boy's problem, I immediately thought about the devil and the sin in my life. Sin will creep into our lives and it wants to stay there. The boy, he had a demon since childhood and it would try to throw him into fire and water. Its main goal was to destroy the boy. In the same way, the devil tries to get us by enticing us to commit sins. And those sins, pet sins, they make their home in our lives. And they try to make us think that they belong there. But when we least expect it, they try to lead us into harm's way. And their ultimate goal 
It is to destroy us. Just like that demon wanted to destroy that boy, sin in your life wants to destroy you. And the boy and his father, they tried absolutely everything, but the demon stayed around. Now that I'm a dad, I cannot imagine having my son in this type of situation. Have you ever tried hard, I mean really hard, to stop committing a sin? You said, this is the absolute last time, never again. Is there any addiction in your life that you know is threatening to take you away from God and or harm those that you love? Is there something in your life that pretends to be a friend but really is your greatest enemy? This boy and his father weren't quite sure how the demon got into his life. But there it was. Sometimes I'm not so sure how sins have come into my life. I have temptations that I can remember from as far back as I can remember. And sometimes there's nothing that we do in particular that makes it happen. We're all born into original sin. And sin, it's just there. And once they are there, only Jesus can get them out. But sometimes, like the boy's father, we aren't even sure if he can help. The father said, If you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, If you can, all things are possible for one who believes. And the father, thinking that he had lost hope, immediately the father of the child cried out and said, No, no, I believe. Help me in my unbelief. And I doubt sometimes, too, just like the boy's dad. I turn to God in prayer, but I'm not sure if he's going to answer me. But there is great comfort in this. Our doubting does not cut off Jesus' power. He is greater than the sin in our lives. He is greater than the aches and the pains in our lives over the disappointment and the heartache of this life. Our doubts do not limit Jesus' power And they do not limit the forgiveness that he earned for the entire world by his death and resurrection on the cross. And Jesus said to that unclean spirit, you mute and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. And after crying out and convulsing the boy terribly, it came out. And the boy, he was like a corpse. And most of them said, he's dead. The fact that Jesus healed the boy didn't really strike me. 
It should have, but it didn't. I mean, Jesus healed lots of people while he was in his earthly ministry. And he still does heal people. And he still does cast out demons. But what struck me was how that demon came out of the boy. It did not go quietly. It convulsed him terribly, the scriptures said. And it left the boy like a corpse so that everybody looking and watching thought that that boy had just died before their eyes. It reminded me of someone coming off of drugs. Jesus did not spare the boy the pain. Now when I want something from Jesus, whether it be to get rid of my sin or whatever it is, I want him to give me the pain-free solution. I don't want to convulse. That scares me. In fact, there is a lot of fear in any of us giving up sins. A sin will tell you, you can't live without me. It will tell you, without me, you're not going to make it. Is there any sin in your life that threatens you, that threatens your relationship with Jesus or your relationship with those who you love? Chances are you have seriously thought about leaving that sin behind. And you may have had very great resolve. But later on, that sin convinced you once again that you need it. Besides, it's going to be too painful to live without it. You might die, so why even fight it? Well, this boy, he looked like he was dead. But something happened. Jesus bent down, took him by the hand, and lifted him up. And he arose. Jesus took that boy through a death and a resurrection. The boy's life was so wrapped up in the life of that demon that when the demon left, it seemed as though the boy had died. And part of him did. But the hand of God's son took the demon's place and lifted him up. Jesus did not protect the boy from the pain. But Jesus did meet him there and raised him up from it. Are there hard and painful things in your life? Maybe it's something happening to you from the outside. Maybe it's not something that you're doing. As was the situation with the boy. This boy didn't commit any sin in order to have this bad thing happen. He got his evil spirit like a child gets cancer. It just happened to him. Maybe something is happening to you or to one of those you love. Jesus promises this, that he will work out all things for your good 
for those who trust in him. He worked out things for the good in this boy's life. He doesn't promise to keep you from pain. But in the midst of pain, when it seems as though you've been left for dead, he reaches down, meets you there, takes your hand, lifts you up, and you rise again. He will even do this when the pains of death truly do take your life and you have your last breath on this earth. Even death is not final with Jesus. On the last day, he will raise up you and all the dead and gather unto himself all believers. Nothing, no matter how painful, will conquer you. Some of the greatest goods have come from the place of pain. Surgery and chemotherapy, they take out cancer. Hard work brings forth a paycheck. From the agony of childbirth comes the child. In fact, the greatest good of all has come from the most painful place. The greatest tragedy that has ever happened, the death of God's only Son, Jesus, is also our greatest gift. From the pain of Jesus, from the convulsing of his muscles as the whips went across his back, from the screams that came from Jesus' mouth as he cried out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? From his cross comes our good. And when Jesus takes you through painful things, remember he has your hand. He's been there before. He knows what it's like, and he's not afraid. And he won't let you go. Ask Jesus to take away the demons that cause you to sin against him. Even though you know it will hurt, as Jesus takes it away, you know that even though it hurts, he will replace that pain with the goodness of his hand. Know that from the pain you are experiencing, Jesus and he alone will cause you to rise again. And now the peace that surpasses all understanding guards your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until he returns for you. Amen.